for breakfast. Four past six. It's a little bit humid today. It's currently 22 degrees, heading for a top of 30. But Sunday, wow, 43 degrees. We're in the Tookie Depot studio for the next two hours. Our breakfast show is powered by Kubota. You can take on any job with Kubota's mowers. <laughs> give me a Kubota mower, please. Tractor, give me a tractor, please. And land pride attachments, just whatever they are, give it to me. 13 12 55 736 Thanks to Kubota. I say a very good morning to Scotty Cummings, who is adorned in black again, which makes a clean sweep of black dress code for four days this week. Oh, it's no surprise it's a favourite colour of the larger man. <laughs> good morning. Uh, g'day, buddy. How are you? Very well, thank you. That's the way. How was the... Uh, you had a very special funeral yesterday. You were looking yeah. for a celebration of uh, a long-time friend who had great connections through footy, business and also racing. And how was the celebration? Oh, it was good. It was... Um well, rather, rather uh, toasty in the uh, Hale Chapel, let me tell you. And after he, uh, as the big G train mentioned in one in his uh, in one of his speeches, it might have been okay for the school to spend some money on the aircon scenes. He just tipped so much into them. Um, but um, watching um, Fraser and, and his partner Dan, who've just flown in from Melbourne <laughs> in 43 degrees, watching the big fella melt in his seat was half the entertainment. But no, it was a beautiful service. Um, Trent Carroll spoke exceptionally well. He was one of the uh, one of the people who gave a eulogy. Just did an, an exceptional job. Big Rock DC. kombucha. Yeah, Trent Carroll? Oh, not anymore. No, no, he's got shares in it, but he's not, oh, not okay. involved in it anymore. He's a winemaker. Um, That's all right. It's a step did, up. Yeah, did a did a fantastic job. And then we went uh, to the Scarborough Sporting Club, and and um, we made a few more speeches. Chatty Fletcher had flown in from Bali, obviously Fray's from. From Melbourne and people, you know, there was it was two hundred plus funeral. He was a very popular man. A lot of people come down from Quirrating where he's from, and it was a uh, beautiful service with um, some good laughs in it too, which is what how I how I think they they should be. You know, remember the great stuff and. Great service to the great Peter Wills. Well done, mate. I'm glad you got through it and good that you're here today. Barista made ice cold drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. Now, that's coffee fit for an Aussie. Last night, I went to dinner with the bride for eight years. Of, uh, yeah, where'd you go? I didn't go to Coco's. I didn't see you there. No, I didn't go to Coco's. Not yeah. there. I went to uh, my favourite little Vietnamese on Stirling Highway in Nettie's called TQR. I love Vietnamese. Beautiful. Yeah, TQR. Fresh great fruit. service, great people. And then I sat down and... It was a long table in the middle, and it, I'm sure he doesn't mind uh, me mentioning it. It's a long table, and these random blokes started arriving. Oh, it's not one of those communal tables. No, it wasn't communal. It was in a restaurant, but it but it was empty when Bron and I sat down. It uh, filled up very quickly. The restaurant people saw you, sort of come in. Peter Bell walked in. Yep. Um, let his hair go. He he's, has. He's, oh, absolutely. He's got the locks flowing at the Darren moment. Darren Waite, of course, former uh, WA all-round cricketer. Very, yeah. And uh, very um, oh, influential. Who's the who of? Oh, yeah. Georgie Pampakos, 200 AFL games. Uh, I think he was a hail boy. Uh, Georgie Pampakos, uh, um, boundary umpire. And the, and oh, the and a whole lot of other boys. 200 AFL games. Who did he play for? Anyway, Belly walked over and shook her hand and I said, oh, anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, Bron, he said. Thank you. I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, it's a book club. Eight blokes, book club. He said, yep. One of our jobs is to ring up and book a restaurant. Ah, oh, clever. Oh, thank goodness. Whew. Anyway, they, uh, and we left and Belly said, too much noise? I said, yeah, yeah. 
Too loud, too loud for you. I said, 8 o'clock bedtime. He goes, yeah, good point. So, you know, did you and Ronnie get to sit down and talk and, and hold hands and talk about the eight years that you've had and um, how good it's been? And No, we drove to Macca's and got a chocolate. Oh, have you had the chocolate ice cream with the flake in it? Two bucks. No, $1.50. Oh, you lashed out. Two five, mate. But we had to eat it quick because we had to get home before because we live nearby. Yeah, you know, before it melted. Yeah, and also before Lola saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a brain freeze when I walked in. You had a nice night. Had a lovely time. After, may I say, I went out to Cannington to Carousel yesterday. Oh, my old, uh, that was our major shopping centre, dropping down the hill from Les Murdy. It was a big trip. Drove out there, had to do a couple of little errands out there and got a beautiful parking spot. But, gee, when we so we arrived smack on 10. If you're going to Carousel, where all the shops, I think, open at 10, yeah. arrive at 10, you get a park right at the door. No mm. problemo. We drove out at half past 11. Wow. It was every man for himself, <laughs> every dog for himself. Who paid you to go out to, to, go out to Carousel? Um, I, I offered my youngest daughter, Elsie, who is two weeks away from having uh, her second child. Yeah, beauty. And so she was struggling. You're going to dump Lola like there's no tomorrow? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah little fella's Some coming. Fresh and shiny well, coming. She don't kick a footy. On, you know, <laughs> she can good to everything else. She can swim. Oh, my heavens above. She goes to the bottom of the pool and pulls out the thing. She's two. She's freak, mate. I'll video you. She'll post it. She'll, she'll go viral. Yeah. Uh, so we went out there. Elsie uh, needed a couple of things, so I went out there. Anyway, I went into a shop. Word, no word, no lie. Won't name the shop, right? Um, is it called Uniqlo? Is that a place called Uniqlo? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. it was, uh, they sponsor Adam Scott. I always oh. thought, he, I thought, he was, I thought he was sponsored by the... He's, they University said, oh, of Queensland. He, yeah, I was adamant that he was. And they said, oh, he signed a $20 million deal with the with, with his sponsors. I've gone, University of Queensland's thrown 20. You're not the first to... You know that that's a famous mistake. Oh, well, it's an obvious one. It's a famous mistake made on Sunrise by David Kosh and Mark Beretta, mm. where they said exactly that. And well, I never went public with it. Exactly right. Well, they did on a very well-watched TV show, yeah. and it blew up. <laughs> anyway, so Uniqlo, right? Yep. So I went in there, and Elsie goes, oh, Dad, you, you know, because as you see, I wear the same old Fleet Network tops or yeah. whatever I wear. Whatever Throw I wear. stones at me, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, so I don't have a huge array of clothes. I don't, I'm not a big spender of, clothes, of money on clothes for myself. But anyway, she said, let's go in here. They'll have, you, they'll have T-shirts. Anyway, it's got everything. And no, 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 look, Uniqlo is the name of the shop. Uh, have I mentioned it's yeah. called Uniqlo? Yeah, well, that, I've just figured out who paid him to go out to Carousel. No, 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 I'm only joking. But anyway, I went into the shop and a young man, I said, oh, can you help me? I said, you, look, you've, you've got your sizing here, a double XL, just all I want. Double I've got the XL and it fits, but I'm, I'm a bit worried about the double XL. So what do you got in the shop for double XL? It's the world's biggest shop, world's biggest shop. It's got so much stuff in it. He said, yep, yeah, oh, yeah, I've got double XL. Um, puffer jacket. <laughs> I looked at him and I went, mate, 40. it's 43 degrees. Puffer jacket. He's thrown out the puffer jacket line. Preparation. Preparation. D- don't stock double XL. Do not stop. <clears throat> so if anyone from Uniqlo, can we can we uh, clip this up and send it, go, send it on the socials? Anyone from Uniqlo, great shop. Service amazing. A young man was only trying to help and was only answering the obvious question. Throw me a puffer jacket at the double XL. But Uniqlo, if you're out there, I like your stuff. But need it for the larger man. Double XL, that's all. Just t- because I've, I reckon it's got. Yeah, sh- well, go another step. Go another step, Uniqlo. 
Let's throw an extra X in there. Just one. Have a triple. There was not one single, and we're not just talking like the, a little walk-in shop. We're talking warehouse. Oh, something. that's massive, yeah. Massive. Anyway, so if anyone from Uniqlo... Have I mentioned that I went yeah, to Uniqlo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you mentioned... Um, <laughs> yesterday, obviously, I was preoccupied, but I've yeah. caught um, uh, caught a little bit of the podcast catch-up of your chat with Kane, which I was uh, really intrigued about. There was two strong personalities who have been throwing barbs on socials and on air, having real red-hot cracks at each other. Uh, not face-to-face, but red-eyed cracks at each other. And you had a chat with Kane yesterday. Let's, um, I'm not sure I haven't caught up with all of it. Let's have a little bit of a listen to what was said and how two bulls went at it. I respect your opinion, but I do think you have been on a campaign mm. which, for me, for me, you just must wake up and you might be in a really good mood, but you kick your toe on the end of the bed to put yourself in a bad mood and find a negative and you go, oh, I'll look over in WA. One of the great underachieving football clubs, albeit they've made several finals campaigns and preliminary finals, is Port Adelaide. I, and I know you're going to tell me, I speak about Ken Hinckley all the time and I do this and I do that and I, I keep him honest. The bottom line is there hasn't been a premiership in his reign. But mm. are you judging his coaching as hard as you're judging the West Coast Eagles back a house team and fitness campaign? Well, that was strong by you. It was solid. Yeah, well, it was, no, it was strong. No, no, it was strong by you, and, that, and those questions had to be uh, answered. What was Kane's response to these? So I just are think... you putting a magnifying lens on them? more so than any other team in the competition. Yeah, because they've been one of the worst teams I've ever seen. One of the worst okay. teams in history. So, 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 so yes, I am putting a... No, I am putting garbage. a... Mate, well, it's not... Got, by any, gosh, they lose by 10 goals every second week. And uh, look, I'm happy to show you the numbers. Like, just just, just look at their last two and a half seasons. Kane, they couldn't field a waffle team last year because they had no fit players. Not yeah, just and why was that? Not, as I, not as just I've explained. Hmm. Seems like you were you were strong. Yeah, I got a little bit emotional. No, no, no. That's fine. That's that's how you are, Goss. That's who you are. You've been you've been called lots of different names over the uh, journey from from Kane. I thought you were stronger. I haven't heard too much come back from Kane. Uh, what did he have to say about West Coast and and the uh, and people in Perth being scared of him? Yeah, look, there'll be different sides of, of the debate. Some will say I'm too harsh. Some will say you're too soft. The, the media landscape no, in Perth... More, but, hey, hey, I'm not too soft. I don't... And I take... I've taken no, no, no. I, I, no, I wasn't... I, and I, I, think that's I think as a whole, the media... A lot of the media is a little bit... Oh, petrified's too strong. I think I used the word petrified last time. A little bit scared of, of the Eagles. They don't want to upset anyone. And, and usually it is a positive slant. And I'm sitting there going, how can you find a positive slant with this team? So he did back off from the petrified thing, which I think was important. I think that was a, probably the red rag, and that was the uh, that was the, the the red alert for me last week. I think saying that media and trained journalists and people who have been around the game for a long time are petrified of West Coast is way off the mark. Oh, absolutely, I'm certainly from within this studio. Well, you you uh, you do support them heavily. But we called it as it is. Uh, when they've been poor, we've gone after them. They made it. We worked on a Monday, which we just don't do, uh, to call them out. There's no doubt about that. But just to me, it seems that it seems that Kane went 
like when he was face to face with you, when it was one on one, I think he's back down a bit. He wants to do it. He wants I, to do it more often. He wants well, to do it just, regularly. I don't. I don't want to have a part. I don't want to be a part of his show. Well, it might be good for your profile. Oh, apparently. <laughs> All right, look, listen. I'm famous. I'm disappointed with Kane, to be honest with you. I thought he had stronger convictions. I thought he would um, back himself up. It's almost bordering on you've called out your bully. <laughs> you've, you've shaped up to your bully and your bully's you know, just disappointed. I know, I know I said I wasn't going to tip into any of this, <laughs> but it just seems to me that Kane's not as strong when he's confronted face-to-face than he is when he's... You know, not. I was very measured in regards to Fremantle. For Fremantle fans, Strange. if you're listening, uh, if you didn't hear it, I'd love to you to uh, see whether you think uh, I was fair in my estimation of the Luke uh, Jackson Sean Darcy combination. The podcast is up on our SNWA page, so if you want to have a listen to that conversation, if you wish, it wasn't a shout fest. It wasn't uh, too robust. It was just uh, two gentlemen with two different opinion, two different opinions. Thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. Wow. Cookie Depot open, but thank you for all the feedback as well. Uh, well Four eight seven seven three six seven three. Our listeners have your hands down, hands down winner. <laughs> um, so I just thought Kane to be stronger to back up the, all the things that he'd said about you, but he seemed to taper off a little. There. A little he just bit. seemed to back down just a little bit. And I don't, again, I don't want to use the word bully, mm. but I think you've just beaten up your bully. That wasn't the intention, Scott, but I appreciate it. I appreciate oh, I, it. And I appreciate your support. Those your first words. It was pretty much your intention. You, you come in swinging. <laughs> you were ready to go. You'd rather a fight than a feed. I was very times. nervous. I was Why? really nervous. Well, now, but now you've confronted your bully. Do you feel better for it? And you've gone, right, oh, that's a lesson. Yeah. 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 And, he did, and he did text and he said, great theatre, mate. Uh, fantastic. Oh, Thank, not, thanks yeah. for staying on script. Um, <laughs> 13, 12, 55, 0487736736. So this is you reckon? This is done. No, no, I'm only just warming up. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> so the Genesis invitation. We spoke yeah. to uh, Luke Elvey yesterday, of yeah. course, uh, and uh, we're into well, some are only in the midway through their first round. But at the moment, Patrick Cantlay in the clubhouse is seven under sixty-four. Cam Davis is the leading Aussie, six under sixty-five. I'm sure that Chris Clefunas after six thirty have the updated scores. Jason Day's four under through fourteen. Can you give me Rory? Uh, uh, yeah, just has he uh, teed off yet? Uh, just uh, question without notice. Adam cause... Scott is even after eight. He's dropped a couple of shots. Tiger Woods finished one over. 72 tied for 55th. Is he within 10 of the lead? He's so? very much within 10 of the lead. <laughs> okay, he'll play. He'll and, play uh, that day. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to scroll down to find your man, Rory McIlroy. Well, Luke, Luke, uh, Luke declared him yesterday, didn't he? He said, Rory McIlroy will win the Genesis and will then go and win the yeah, Masters. Two so under through nine. Nice multi. What's that? Two under through nine, Rory Ooh, McIlroy. So nice. he's going okay. 17 after eight. Make that 18 after six. Uh, <laughs> what a magnificently clean fix-up that was. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. On the 17 after 8, make that 18 after 6. Wow. You, you are, I think you are still rattled when you re-hear those, that audio. After 6.30, we'll be chatting with Josh Gablich. Bad day for the Hawthorne Football Club. Patrick Voss has signed with Frio. Oh, I, I, I asked that question of Frio yesterday. Oh, that seemed to go well. Uh, Mastermind is on this morning before seven. 
before seven. Is it? We've got an eight-year-old on today, haven't we? Yep, he's got to go to school, he mate. He'll be up early. He's a local famous Oz kicker. So uh, his name is Bo from Australind. <laughs> he's a local famous Oz kicker. Yeah. Dominates. His, Every Saturday morning, he's on fire. His topic will be Collingwood scores from the last two seasons. After seven, Jamie Cripps from the West Coast Steagles and also our man Nathan Broad, a racehorse owner. Oh, bring- Brody's going to join us as well, Richmond's finest. I feel um, I feel some curveballs coming for Bo because if it's what Collingwood scores over the last two seasons, mm. you just have a couple of sheets in front of him. Well, I'm... I'd Bo, if you're listening, champ, I'd be on my toes for a little curveball because <laughs> you got this mastermind. It's not just a lay down, and just because you ate. Doesn't mean we're going to just no, give you everything, pal. No, Sometimes you lose in life, okay? And it might be a strong lesson for you today. It's certainly not going to be a walk in the park for the young fella. He could actually it could ruin his his passion for the scores of oh Collingwood. Ruin his passion for the game. Be a bad day at school today. He might no longer. He might be famous for a whole range of other reasons. <laughs> rolling into well, grade three, rolling into grade three. And they go, oh, Bo, you're in a bad mood. Oh, I butchered mastermind this morning. You wouldn't believe it, miss. Got slaughtered by Goss. <laughs> I just feel there's some curveballs coming because you could say, what's the score? Round 12, Collingwood versus Melbourne um, at the MCG last year. And he was going, oh, he'll go. Yeah. Round 12, it was uh, 12, 11, oh, yeah. uh, 10, it, 2. It has got that over it. It has got over, But I'm going to take the boy on trust because at the moment he's been keen to come on. Yeah, I love it. It's been a four-week process to get him on. He's picked his slot. He's nervous. He's very nervous. But you know what? Coming off the back of my conversation with Kane Corns, I could roll into the Kane roll today with oh, Mastermind. Destroy him. Yeah, I might take him down. T- <laughs> it might be my intention. No, it might down. be a bad day, but you'll look back on it in future and go, that, that made me. It made me a more resilient eight-year-old. Good. We're lacking that. And, Bo, if you're listening, Australind and family and everyone in the Australind community listening down on SEN Spirit, Mo just mentioned, this absolutely could be a game-changer to your career. For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> 21 past You've got him, Bo. You've got him, son. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Happy birthday. Celebrating a birthday. Thanks to the wonderful team at Bower and O'Day because the little things are everything. If you're celebrating a birthday today, it's the 16th of February. Happy birthday. Colin Hayes, training legend and the doyen of, of course, you passed away in 1999, but of course, David Hayes, Peter Hayes, Will Hayes, all the Hayes boys, JD Hayes, continue the name on. And Colin Hayes was born on this day in 1924. Yes, Colin Hayes with Atalak. Of course, he trained more than 5,000 winners, had two Melbourne Cups. That was Atalak. He retired in 1990. Did you recognise the race caller? So Bruce. Yeah, Bruce McAvaney. Sonny yeah, Bono, Bruce. born on this day in 1935. Don't point to me and sing this song to me again. <laughs> I got you, baby. We mentioned this yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Who was the other version? UB40. UB40, yeah. 
And you reckon UB40 was better than that? No one? way. I that said that better. version is better. Sonny Bono, sure. Well, that's true. Cause you got me. It was just a touch under 100. Malcolm Light, 74 today. Absolutely 100%. Lisa Loring was Wednesday. Big fan of uh, Wednesday, I was. Lisa Loring, uh, 1958, of course. In 2023, she had a, a stroke, which is uh, she was a big uh, smoker. Um, iced tea. It's his birthday. No mention of iced tea. He's the rapper. Is there nothing from iced tea? No. Is this Maybe there's nothing that um, you can actually put to air I from that iced might tea. Be it. John McEnroe, 65. You cannot be serious. Famous, absolutely, the blow-up from 1981 at Wimbledon on June 22. But uh, the great man, Jay Mack, is 65 today. Andy Taylor from Duran Duran. 63 today. Kathy Freeman, superstar and absolute sporting legend, celebrates her birthday today. Kathy Freeman is 51. This is where Kathy exploded in Atlanta. Graham's in front of her. It's going to be a big finish. Kathy lifting, goes up the ground. Yeah, it was famous, of course, and a br- brilliant call by, of course, Bruce McAvaney, 2000 Olympics in Sydney. She was Australian of the Year and also won Young Australian of the Year when she was 17. Happy birthday. Oh, can you imagine the party going on right now in Peppermint Grove for this man? McGlynn. Adam Simpson threads his way through, gets the kick away toward goal. Unbelievable. Yeah, Simo celebrates his 48th birthday oh, today. What did you get him? You would have got him something. Are you popping out of a cake? <laughs> that ruin a bloke's day. What did you get him going? Yeah, we're just catch- it's having, private. We're having a little catch up. Yeah, terrific. All right. Taking around a nice Freddo ice cream cake for him. <laughs> Valentino Rossi's 45 today. Happy birthday to him. Stephen Bradbury on this day. Stephen Bradbury won the 1,000 metre at the Winter Olympics 2002. Sure did. Bit of Baz rocking. Bit of Baz. We've had a couple of Bruce, bit of Baz. Yeah, absolutely. The Tim Tam Biscuits were introduced on this day, 1964. What a great day then. 
Longest traffic jam in history on this day in France in 1980. Yeah. Oh, traffic jam. Is there more information on that? And Abel Tesfaye, otherwise known as The weekend, is 34 today. That is on this day, thanks to Bauer and O'Day, because the little things are everything. Happy birthday! Celebrating a birthday, and good luck if you're heading to Melbourne today or wherever, uh, because uh, that's where Taylor Swift is. Is that right? Yes. From Swift. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. I haven't heard much about it. I think she's playing there for the next three nights. Sports update time. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with a Kubota mower, tractor and land pride attachments. Chris Clefunas is in the studio. Good morning. Fremantle has added former Essendon tour forward Patrick Voss to its list days before the pre-season signing deadline. Very tall forward line at the Fremantle Dockers, isn't it? With another one coming in. Uh, Hawthorne will be without James Blank for the entire 2024 uh, season. Our man, he's ruptured his ACL uh, during yesterday's intra-club at Waverley Park. Which he was happened. angry too. You should have seen the vision. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thumping the ground and, and Chang dropped Jeff yeah. for eight weeks. Yeah. That's a serious hamstring. Yeah, not a, not a good uh, time for Hawks yesterday. Carnage. A, but this is what happens. So, you know, we, we this is where I tried to explain to Kane yesterday where West Coast have suffered all those injuries. Now, is, it, is, the, is the focus now going to on the clubs that have got hamstring injuries mm. like West Coast had for two years? It, it, it's cyclical. It, it just happens. And go, yeah. it goes, I would love to know how many excuses. If Hawthorne get hit hard by more injuries, Will Day's already not playing. Mm. If, if all of a sudden Hawthorne, who are in a similar boat to West Coast age-wise and, and probably even younger again because mm. they don't have the old, real old guys, but I'd be interested to know if they're going to be held accountable. Well, no one's ever had an injury crisis like the Eagles had. That's the thing. Exactly right. There's going to be... No one. I don't think in history of the sport no. has anyone struggled to field no. the team. Even in the waffle competition, right. and you can't even do it in the AFL. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what excuses come out for horses. A lot of people obviously love Sam Mitchell, and they obviously have a young list, as you mentioned. So I don't reckon there will be much scrutiny, but it'll be interesting. Maybe we'll give it to them over here there in the West. Be. There'll be no scrutiny whatsoever. No, on but be. I don't think what they're, what they're going through at the moment is not that. That's not that uncommon. But it, but, no, but if it, but if it, if it escalates. escalates, it'd be interesting to see if they're held accountable yep. for their uh, training methods. Correct. Yep. Uh, so not good news for the Hawks in the AFL, but no. it's good news for the Hawks in the NBL. No. They have got the wood over us well and truly, don't they, Illawarra? They downed the Wildcats last night, 108-92. to 92. They secured themselves a spot in the final. And they knocked out Sydney in the process. <laughs> yeah. It was all part <laughs> of the plan yeah, from John Reilly and the boys. Yeah. Well done, There's lads. Some positive and every Could negative in life. Could not be a better result. So, Paul Smith, take your coloured yeah. shirt and... Enjoy yeah, Julian, whatever your name is. Was it Julian? Justin? What's his the tool he used to be the My mail is the media manager now he's just a, trying to hang on to any sort of relevance he has on Twitter. My Ex. I don't know, I'm blocked uh, but my mail is he has actually ventured back to the Illawarra Hawks where he came from and he's on their bandwagon. No. No. Fact. no. Fact. <laughs> what a tool. Uh, and did you see the uh, Aussie women in action yesterday at the Wacker against South Africa? Boy, oh boy. Uh, we won the toss. 
We sent South Africa into bat. A lot of people were questioning it because I was like, it's a hot day. Why would you want to stand out in the field, field every day? And the Aussies kind of felt, oh, this is a dumb decision. Let's get them all out for 76. Oh. <laughs> and then we are at Stumps 5 for 251. So it's been a, made 99. Yes, she did. It's been a comprehensive uh, day for the Aussies in uh, <laughs> or out there in uh, at the Wacker, I should say. All righty. Genesis Invitational, of course. Uh, huge golf tournament Riviera. And Patrick Cantlay in the clubhouse leader, 7 under 64. Cam Davis, the best of the Aussies, six under sixty-five. Uh, Jason Day's five under through fifteen, so he's nice. going absolutely brilliant. Your man Rory McIlroy is three under through ten, and mm. uh, and Tiger Woods finished one over uh, seventy-three, and uh, he and Adam Scott. He's tied for 46th. Scotty dropped a few. What did he drop? He was two under at one stage. He Very dropped three so. shots in a hurry. Yeah, coming up, we got our mastermind with our little fella not too far away, Bo from Australind. Come on, Bo. It'll be a pivotal moment in your life, son. Collingwood scores from the last two seasons. If you think it's going to be easy, Bo, you've come to the <laughs> wrong place, little fella. Marista made ice cold drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCaffrey. He's listening. Do you think, they, do you think they're going to answer the phone now? Or is he? Oh, they don't answer. They don't get Come a text on, You've got it, mate. You've got this, bro. And just around the corner, Josh Gabble at jfl.com.au with all the latest footy news. Scott Ingalls says 21 away from 7 o'clock. Thanks to the Toolkit Depot open line. And Kubota, we are in on a Friday. SENWA breakfast. Scotty and Goss for breakfast. Thanks, Sean, for your text. Appreciate that. 0487736736. If you'd wish to text in on the text line, 0487736736. And I was, uh, of course, on with Kane, but I'm not, I didn't have anywhere the influence that this young man did, Josh Gablich from afl.com.au, because he was talking about the, the Hawthorne carnage. He's also got some information on Paddy Voss. He broke the news online yesterday that Patrick Voss is joining the Fremantle Football Busy day, Josh. Yeah, Joshy Gablich is one of the best in the business, if not. Hawks carnage, Joshy. It's the big fallout of the preseason so far. They are in a world of hurt, the, uh, the Hawks' early doors. Morning, guys. Morning, Scotty. Good to be with you both. Just firstly, guys, I'm absolutely loving the back and forth between <laughs> you and Kane. I hope there's a few more rounds between now and round one because the pre-season's been dragging and it's been yeah. very entertaining to watch from afar. Um, to the West Australia and South Australia, how does that sort of resonate with Victoria? We just like to sit back and enjoy. Yeah. And doesn't, doesn't bother us too much, so <laughs> well, bring enjoy, it on. Well, you do enjoy it. It's good fun to watch two other people punch on. But I just think, Josh, I just and our listeners have told us too that it's a hands-down win for Goss here. So I thought Kane just backed off a little bit and was challenged, and um, I think my man got him. <laughs> yeah, he was strong. Goss was really strong mm. off the top, so I, I think there's a few more rounds in it, though. I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm not sure if you're aware, but he doesn't, he doesn't mind a... An argument, my mate here. Um, <laughs> rather a fight than a feed, but uh, uh, he got the chocolates, got the points. Get us to Hawthorne. It was a bad, bad day at the office. And James Blank, who we had on the on the show last year, was yeah. one of the real hits that we had. We loved to, chatting to him. What a ripper! What devastation! Guys, it wasn't a bad day. It was an awful day. Mm. I mean, you think about intra clubs, and you just want to get through from a club perspective, especially with round one only three or four weeks away now. And James Blank is probably a name that doesn't resonate with non-Hawthorne supporters, but at Hawthorne, he's as important as almost anyone, given mm. they missed out on Ben Mackay, they missed out on Asava Radagalia, they stuck with James Blank, and he went down yesterday, and the scans did confirm an ACL test. So he's going to miss 
all of 2024. And it wasn't just James Blank that went down. Chankwath Jass is now facing a couple of months on the sidelines with another soft tissue issue. He's done his hamstring. He's on the back of last year with the groin and Achilles calf. He went all the way to Qatar over the Christmas break and it looked like he'd turned the corner and you could just tell something was pretty serious yesterday when he walked off quite despondent. So a really disappointing day for the Hawks. And they need his run too, don't they? They need his bounce off of half back. He's been a beauty since he's uh, come onto the scene. So there's a couple of big blows there for Hawthorne yeah. and, and a rebuilding list that can't afford this. And throw in Will Day as well. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough year for the Hawks uh, if that be the case. Hey, uh, Collingwood made some additions to their list yesterday. They did, and I think the SSP has become quite interesting in the last couple of years, especially on the back of Oleg Markov last year and the fact Collingwood didn't sign him until February and by September he became a premiership player. And they trialled six players across the period, and yesterday they made a decision on three of them. And a lot of good stories, I think, come out of the SSP. And one of the best ones since they introduced this rule was Lockie Sullivan yesterday. 26-year-old was going to go back and play local footy before Derek Hyde and the long-time Collingwood recruiter called him in December and said, hey... Would you consider coming down for a trial? And they were really looking at him for a VFL spot on their list. And he's formed across December and January. And in Wednesday nights, Interclub forced their hand in the end. And he finally gets an opportunity at 26. And Josh Hare gets a chance as well, a second chance. He was delisted at Essendon just over 12 months ago. And he tore his hamstring off the bone last week. He's going to be sidelined for three weeks, three months, sorry. He's had a hamstring surgery, but they saw enough in him that they think he's a long-term player. Wow. So they've stuck with him and given him an opportunity. And Jack Bytel was the other one yesterday from St Kilda, delisted in October, and back on an AFL list now. Good stories, and it gives guys a chance. 26-year-old, it actually sends a message to everyone across the might have missed out on being drafted, might be gutted, might be disappointed, but it's just never never too late, and you get that opportunity, and anything can happen. Yeah, very true. Hey, Josh, yesterday I texted the Fremantle Football Club, no names, no Patrick, but I texted them and I said, will you be announcing any SSP players today? And I was told politely no. Four minutes later... You posted that Patrick Voss <laughs> had been given a gig. Well done, mate. Nice little get there. And what a good story he is too. Well, especially in Victoria, gosh, there's so much interest in, in the big clubs and Essendon's a massive club down here. And there are a lot of Essendon supporters that were pretty disappointed that the Bombers didn't offer him another contract last year. Won their best and fairest in the VFL, kicked 30 goals, never got an opportunity at senior level. And I've kept tabs on him from afar. I've never been on the ground over in, in Perth, but I've heard really good things about the way he's trialled across mm. the summer. Kicked four goals on the weekend in match him. And it's clearly been the standout of the four that have that have trialled. So I wasn't too surprised to hear that he got the gig in the end. I think Dan McKenzie potentially would have got the other spot if he had have remained fit and obviously really disappointing what happened with him in that hamstring in the end. But from what I understand, they're going to keep that other spot open for the mid-season draft. But Patrick Voss, he gets that opportunity again. Yeah, that he does. Hey, mate, can you sniff the start of the season? Oh, we're speaking to Nathan Broad after 7.30. Uh, we were touching base with Broad earlier in the day before we did our chat, and uh, he just said, we're just sick of playing against each other. We just we want to get some serious stuff out of the way. And it does get a little bit more serious from here on in. It does. I mean, there's just been a lot of fluff content-wise, guys, over the last <laughs> month. So I'm looking forward to some real footy stuff. I mean, even though injuries aren't great, it just shows um, the appetite for fans knowing that selection is just around the corner and all those sorts of things with debuts and new faces and, mm. and those sorts of things. So I think there's a lot of excitement in Melbourne. I'm sure it's the same in Perth. It is. A last one for you before I let you go. Scotty has asked this of most of our guests so far. Who's your who's your on the rise and who's the falling uh, falling club, if you were to predict something? Josh Gablich? 
I think St Kilda overachieved last year. I can't see them playing finals again. So I see them as a little bit of a slider. And for me, oh, I like the Crows in their build mm. under Matthew Nix. I know it's been slow. They should have played finals last yeah. year. It was their own fault in the end. Forget the, the saga at the Adelaide Oval late in the year. I, I think they're going to be a riser. I think they might be pushing in around the top six. I don't see them as a top four side, but I think they're, they're going to be a riser. Always like our chats, and we always like the fact that you take time to chat to our WA audience, Joshy, and appreciate your work, and you can see it all on afl.com.au and on socials as well. Thanks for joining us, mate. Great to chat, guys. Anytime. He's good. Josh Gabalich, afl.com.au. He broke some stories here yesterday, and he was there at the carnage at the Hawks as well. Just repeating, James Blank, ACL, 12 months. Uh, Chang Jok, uh, Giath, hamstring. Will Day still not there as well. So, And the preseason hasn't been kind to Sam Mitchell. He, no. He's well, done well he, over he there was, as well. He was in a world full of pain yeah, over in New York. Exactly he was right. big issues. Lucky to be around. Time to do this. Well... This is a big day in the young man's life, let me tell you right now. This could shape him for the future. And I just want you to be fair. Mm-hmm. I'm fair. Just be fair. I'm fair, mate. I'm just worried. Todd from Elkimos, three out of five. So to get the tickets to the Wildcats final here at RAC Arena, to come up from Australind with the family, it all rests on one eight-year-old's shoulders. Bo from Australind, a very good morning to you. Hi. Hi. Good morning. That's, good morning. Ah, good on you, mate. Ah, there's Kelby in the background, your old man. Hey, hey, Bowie, I'm going to go easy on you, mate. Your, your passion, first, before we get into it, your passion for Collingwood. Are you a Collingwood fan? Yeah. a boy, Bo. Right. Good stuff. Were you an AFL um, Oz Kicker presenter a couple of years ago? Yeah, in 2022. Okay, and who did you put the medal over? Gary Rowan. Oh, Gary Rowan from Geelong. Fantastic. All right, was that a great occasion, being on the MCG? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. All righty. All right, here we go. It's uh, your, your topic is Collingwood scores from the last two years. You need four to get the tickets. Good luck, Bo. Yeah. What is the biggest winning margin for Collingwood in the last two years? Um, 78 points against Gold Coast, round 16, 2023. <laughs> yes, Bo, good start. Good start, pal. Goss is he's thinking now he might not take it that easy on you, though, so be strong. The Magpies kicked... The exact same score three times last year. Exact same score. Goals, points and total. What was that score? Uh, I have to guess this one. I'm going to go with 90. That's your answer, yeah. Yes, but it was 90. Mm. Incorrect. It was 18-12-120. They kicked exactly the same three score times. three times. Oh, Bo, that's all right. That's okay. Plenty that's of time to come back. King of, the, King of the pants is okay. He can bounce back from this, Bo. Bo, how many times did Collingwood score over 100 points in four games at the Adelaide Oval in the last two years? What? That's just confusing. What? 
Say that again. How many times did Collingwood score over 100 points in four games at the Adelaide Oval in the last two years? So, so none last year. Correct. None last year. And then 2020. Zero, I think. Your answer is? Go on, Bowie. What's your answer? Zero. Zero. Oh, well done, champion. You got two. Two from three. Good work. Against which team last year did Collingwood kick their biggest score? Poor Adelaide, round two. <laughs> For the win, Bo. This is it, mate. This is it. Your whole family's uh, entertainment at the Wildcats is on the line right here, Bo. Come on, champion. Mm-hmm. If you get this wrong, you've let the whole family down. Yeah, bungle. Alrighty, here we go, Bowie boy. Last two years, what has been the Pies' lowest score and against who? Oh, sorry. 61 against Bulldogs. 60. Was that 61 against the Bulldogs? 61. Goss is feverishly going to his tables. Have you not got the answers on your sheet there? No, I, 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 I do have the answer on my sheet. I'm just seeking clarification. I just wanted to get... It's a bad phone line, Bo. I'm just repeating the question. Last two years, what has been the Pies' lowest <laughs> score and against who? Oh... Oh, I'm pretty sure there was some other games where they got it, yeah. a lower score. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... Oh, was it late last year? Uh, uh, oh, we Bo, lost it. Bo, we had, Bo, Bo, you mentioned in round, 20, round 9, 2022, you said Bulldogs 51 points. <laughs> you are close... But for the win and the tickets to the Wildcats. I remember, I remember this other game was like a Sydney game, round 22. You got 50 or something. 50 oh. or 51. <laughs> that Sydney game. Oh, oh, we're, about to, we're about to see what sort of human being Tim Gossage is right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bo, eight-year-old from Australind, your final answer, please. Well done, buddy. That's an incredible effort. He threw up. It wasn't as easy as we uh, expected it was going to be. He made it pretty difficult for you and made you go off the track a little bit, but uh, you were strong. That's four out of five, Bo. That's impressive stuff, mate. Well done. What do you think? Good. Pretty happy. Yeah, well done. Well done. Do you love the Wildcats, Bo? Well, you're yeah. taking the family, okay? You, you can take the family to the Wildcats' yeah. first final. 
Uh, in a Coming few up. weeks' time, yeah. yeah. Coming up, mate. Well done. Well done to Kelby, too, from Australia. Well done, Bo. You should go to school. Very mm-hmm. proud of yourself today. Uh, well done, mate. We'll see you at the Wildcats, and thanks for playing Mastermind. Thank you. Here it is. Mastermind. Right, well done to Kelby, mate. too. Yeah, ice coffee. Ice coffee favourites at McCafe. Bo from Australia. Bad luck to Todd of Alchemos, who actually would have been a false winner had he done it because he made no contribution the other day as well. He was very, very disappointed. <laughs> Uh, well, because he, uh, he was pretty ordinary. Todd. And you know what? Todd's been beaten by an eight-year-old. How embarrassing is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, Todd. Coming up at 7 I'm o'clock, sorry, Todd. Jamie Cripps from the West Coast Eagles and Nathan Broad's going to join us too from the Richmond Footy Club in the next hour. Lessons in life for everyone. Thanks to Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Jamie Cripps from the West Coast Eagles is our guest. He's a 228 gamer. He has kicked 284 goals. He's a bona fide superstar and he's a premiership player. And he joins us on the show. Hey, Cripp, appreciate your time. And uh, we, again, appreciate you getting up nice and bright and early for us. No worries, lads. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been up for a few hours now, mate. Got a couple of kids. So, um, yeah, no... No sleep for me. Uh, non-sleepers, Cripper? Uh, yes, the new oh. new boy. He's about six months, mate. He's shocking at the moment. So it's been been bloody hard work. When the season starts, Jamie, do you go into a, uh, a mode of better half, take kids, I do this, and you just leave me to sleep? Or does she just say, hey. Hey, we're in this together. These are your priority. <laughs> Football comes second. Yeah. No, I uh, definitely the night before a game I'll uh, go into the spare room, mate. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I'll try and help out as much as I can. But um, yeah, the night before a game, definitely get away. You know, you know, you can just let her know that there's a precedent. Sam Mitchell, I believe, went and stayed at hotels. I mean, if you got to deal with Crown or something, that you could just say, <laughs> "Listen, I'm a professional and I need to perform professionally." Sam Mitchell did it. Love, is that okay? Uh, yeah, well, that that could work as well. Um, Give it a shot. Let us know you the go. Stadium, so yeah, yeah, no, it should go well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, we know that Nat Nui's washed up now, so he probably wouldn't be using his crown sort of ambassador role. Oh, I'm tipping he still got it. <laughs> I'm no, I reckon he lost. I reckon he lost. Lost that a few years ago. The big fella. Oh, oh, hello. Oscar Allen took it off him, did he? Yeah, yeah. Out with the old. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the money man. Yeah. Hey, uh, tell us about the preseason. Lots been said. Expectation. Where you're coming from? Still, people think it's going to be a long road to haul. Just uh, give us a a veteran. I use that and try to be polite. What? Give us a, a veteran's perspective on this preseason as comparison to the last couple. Uh, mate, it was a really good one, actually. Um, it was quite quite enjoyable, even though it was really tough. Um, yeah, the young fellas are uh, fanging around, mate, so it's keeping us older boys on our toes, which is nice. But, um, no, we big, big trainings, which every club does that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, no, I just had a, had a, a good feel about it. Um, not too many injuries sort of thing, so um, boys are looking fit, younger boys are still learning the game plan on how we want to play, um, so it'd be good to, we got an um, entry club on uh, tomorrow, mm. so it'd be good to start getting in the proper stuff and then play for the 
following weeks. So, um, yeah, you, you sort of hard to get a feel on how you're going until you actually play against proper opposition. So, yeah, it'd be, be good to get up and play against Freo um, next week. Yeah, different staff, S&C staff, different uh, you know, fitness regime and, and, and the process. Have you have you noted a difference about the way you've gone about it in this preseason as opposed to the last couple? Yeah, probably a bit more high speed running and that sort of thing. Um, repeat high speed running. Um, that's probably been the main difference, uh, and just a few different things in the gym um, and stuff before we actually get get on the track, like primer stuff. So uh, yeah, it has been a fair bit of change, which is good. Um, and yeah, hopefully, yeah, holds us in good stead for the for the year. Mate, how's, how have you been? Have you had an uninterrupted preseason? I mean, last year was was tough. You came in late and had an immediate impact straight away. There was, um, you know, there was obviously some dousing. I might take him some time to get into it, but you did straight away. First game had an impact, and and every game you played you had an impact. So have you had an uninterrupted preseason? And there's no doubt at all, um, you're going to be heavily required to uh, to hit that scoreboard again this year. Uh, yes, no, I've, I've been good this preseason, so um, touch wood, I can stay that way. Um, yeah, this is sort of the best and best I've felt for, for a while and, um, yeah, feel fit, feel strong and, um, yeah, feel like I could yeah, play out play out the year. So, yeah, touch wood, I don't get any um, injuries throughout the year, but um, saying that footy's a tough game, so... Um, don't know what can happen. Yeah, hey, Noah Long uh, had a taste of AFL football. Lots been said about him, the pint sized schoolboy who looks 12. Belongs uh, <laughs> out there at half time. But he? Yeah, he's an odds kicker. And, but he does say often that he's been so happy to be learning from you and that you have mentored him since he's arrived at the footy club. One, have you taken it upon yourself? Does the coaching staff say, hey, can you take a couple of kids under your wing? Or do you just relish that opportunity? And have you liked what you've seen with them? Know along. Yeah, I suppose over the last couple of years, mate, that I've um, sort of gone to that sort of role of trying to yeah, help out the younger boys. So um, I think I haven't been pushed that way or anything. Just Noah's a bloody legend of a bloke, and um, yeah, we get along really well. So that's probably helped us with our relationship. And um, mate, it's been yeah, great to work with him. He, he's keen to learn. Um, he's a like a great team player um, and he's bloody skillful as well so he really re- fumbles and he's clean with the footy mate so um, he's going to have a long career ahead of him and um, no, I'm excited what he can sort of do this year um, with with the rest of our younger boys coming through so that's no, going to be exciting yeah he'd be a crowd favourite no doubt about that now all the attention's on one bloke. I'm not going to mention his name because I'm going to be one radio show that doesn't mention him for a day, right? But let's have a look at the, the second-year players. Now, Goss and I had a conversation last year, debated who we thought was going to be better out of Elijah Hewitt and, and Ruben Jimby. Uh, and we're sort of leaning... We, we, we had some hopes for Elijah. Now, we know he's got a, an injury at the moment, but I'm swinging back towards Ruben Jimby. He is he is one specimen of a human being. He's got, Axe handles across the shoulders. He looks like he's in the best <laughs> nick I've ever seen a, a a footballer be in. I think he can take a massive step this year. Yeah, but he's a redhead, mate. He's got to make up in other areas. Right. Well, every team needs a redhead in it. Every team needs a ranger in there. Um, otherwise, you won't yeah. be a flag. That's it. No, mate, he is absolute beast. He's the fittest, strongest um, bloke I've seen come through a footy club. So... Um, yeah, I definitely reckon he's in for for a big year. Um, 
and then so they're sort of different players as well. Like Elijah's a big burst player, which he can do some freaky stuff. So it'd be great to get him back um, after he sort of um, gets through his little foot problem. Um, and then Ruse, mate, he's just he can run all day. He could match it with the best midfielders in the comp. So I'm actually yeah really excited to see him this year as well. So it's going to be. It's going to be good to hopefully watch both of them play lots of footy this year. Now, the West Australian newspaper will be listening to this interview at some stage, Cripper. So whatever you say is likely to be on the back page because I am actually going to go down the Harley Reid line right now. I just want to ask you, do the West Coast Eagles players have an answer sheet that the club gives them, the media department gives them, to say what you can say about Harley Reid and what you've noticed on the training track? (laughs) And then is there the Jamie Cripps line that says, I'll just say what I want to say? Give us your Harley Reid synopsis yeah. of the preseason. Mate, pretty bloody good. Um, yeah, the stuff that he's doing against like Yoey and them, the big midfield TK. So the stuff that he's doing against them boys is, um, yeah, oh, mate, I've never seen it from a younger boy. But um, saying that, he's yeah, he's uh, very level-headed and um, just a ripper fella as well, mate. So he's he's been great to have around the club and um, he's keen to learn as much as he can and um, try and get better with the rest of the group. So um, uh, he's bought in from day one um, since he's come over. Um, so, mate, yeah, he's another one. That I think if we can have all our midfielders out there, like Rubes and Elijah, that it would just help him play his better footy as well. So, um, yeah, and keep Yoey and TK out in the park as well, mate. It's just going to make um, Harley even better. I'm, I reckon the only person hating any talk about him is Elliot Yo, right? Because every time we've had someone on Cripper, they keep pointing out that Harley Reid just keeps don't argue with <laughs> Elliot Yo. It sounds like Harley Reid's mate. Elliot Yo is dead set bunny. <laughs> right. Well, it's very good thing to keep. Keep Yoey angry, mate. He plays his best footy when he's angry. So uh, it's, uh, I reckon the club's probably told everyone just to say, oh, yeah, no, nah, tell, him, tell him that he's... He's owning Elliot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep him angry, mate, so he can go in a round one and do it to some other blokes, so... Great message from the supporters, isn't it? Just to have one in each pocket on the wings just any time Elio gets near them, they can just yell out over the fence, Harley <laughs> Reid owns you! <laughs> just keep him mad. Keep him mad. That's it. <laughs> Cripper, uh, a couple of other really quick ones. Now, it's the coach's birthday today. He's 48 today. If you were to you if you were to drive in from, you know, Peppermint Grove, where are you living at the moment, <laughs> would you, would you, yeah. would you, uh, would you, what would you buy? What would you stop off to buy? And what would make, I know this is tough because he doesn't do it often, but what would make him smile? <laughs> what present would make the coach smile? Oh. Um, I know he likes his red wine, so um, yeah, maybe the red wine. But uh, yeah, I actually don't know, mate. Some flowers, mate, might make him smile. You never know. It'll <laughs> make him laugh. Make sure you're recording it. Make yeah. sure the social media team is recording you handing over a bunch of flowers to him for his birthday. Well, will he have to do the little spinny thing and kick for goal today? Ah, uh, yes. We'll, Definitely get him out there and doing that. Yep. yep. And, so, and odds no, of, odds everyone, of him kicking it? Everyone. Oh, 
I reckon he'll go pretty hard at it. So I reckon he might miss the first one, and uh, yeah, you kick, kick the second, mate. To make sure he's twenty. Over. Make sure he's twenty metres out because he could not kick it over a jam. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. uh, no, he probably won't even come out and track today. He might sustain side. Yes, you know, and, and your other good mate Kennedy. It's been reported. I can't believe this article, but it's a full page article in the paper today about him selling his South Fremantle property, which happened in December, mind you, uh, mate. I According to the article, yeah. uh, let's, let us not let us not pry into someone's personal detail. But uh, he is a member of the SEN Breakfast family. Um, a lazy six hundred slides profit over a five year period for uh, South from, from just one, one for the battlers, yeah. one for the battlers from right. Hampton. Uh, he's going all right, the big fella. He, he loves his money, so um, yeah, he's, he's he's doing cashies everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> He's going all right, mate. So he's 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 yeah living back up in Jerry now, mate. So he's he's loving that lifestyle and um, yeah, he was down at the club last week, mate. So it's good to still see him floating around, mm. even though I think he was just coming for a bit of a pre-drinks before he went to Blink One Eight Two. He's killing some time. They're going to watch our train. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted a couple of free beers from the club, so. He, he never misses out, mate. He, he must really like his cash because he's negotiated a uh, $1.7 million deal down to $375. So the owners of the bill, the bidder has come in and said, I'll give you $1.74. And he's obviously gone back and said, oh, I want $1.74, $500. And the end, they said, we'll give you $375. And he's, he's negotiated that deal down to $375. To petrol and mileage right. back up he's the coast. Good. Oh, I'd imagine you. Imagine you. Got, I'd love to imagine Goss doing that negotiation when the bidder comes back and says, "Oh, I'll give it three hundred and seventy-five at the end." Uh, anyway, he got he got what he. Well done to him. Anyway, hey mate, exciting time. So, so again, do you sniff the genuine stuff now? I mean, we uh, we speak to a lot of players on this show, and they go, "Yeah, yeah, we love pre-season. Don't love pre-season. No, we don't love the intra-club because you can't really get serious." I, I'm sure you do get serious. I don't reckon you've got a funny part of your body at times when you're out on the field. Doesn't matter who you. Playing. But Crippo, are you looking forward to the real stuff? Genuinely? Yeah, no, bloody oath. Yeah, ready to. Um, yeah, it's been a long, hard preseason, which they sort of all are. But um, no, definitely keen to get stuck into the real stuff. So yeah, it'd be good to come against Frio um, next week, and then yeah, then it's not far off playing round one. So yeah, it's all going to come around bloody quickly and. Um, yeah, so we've got the inter-club tomorrow. Um, hopefully, a yeah, good hit out with that. But, yeah, there's only so much you can do with, against your teammates. You don't want to be tackling too hard or flying into packs and all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, once you come up against the I'll probably mate, that's it's always, a, you know, we're getting closer to round one. Get through unscathed, mate. That's the most important thing right yeah. now for West Coast. Troops on the park. Keep Thanks an eye for... on Yoey too, because I reckon he'll get angry pretty soon. Thanks for joining us, mate. Appreciate your time. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. He's a ripper. Jamie Cripps, West Coast Eagles Premiership player, of course. Heading to RAC Arena. Make sure you hit up the Shoe Bar, the Shoe Bar meet yeah. crew at the Shoe, the perfect pre- and post-game pub ad to huddle at, of course, whether you're going to a sporting contest or whether you're going to a, a concert or whatever it may be at RAC Arena, get to the Shoe. It's cold, crispy is at, at the Shoe. They certainly do. Oh, After 7.30, Nathan Broad from the Richmond Football Club, one of our favourites, is going to join us as well. Scott Ingalls. Still alive. Yeah.
If you've missed anything on the show, sen.com.au or the SEN app, and you can just go to the uh, podcast section and you can catch up to any of our chats, of course, with any of our guests over the week, even our mastermind winner. If you just tuned in, Bo from Australind took out mastermind. He's off to the Wildcats. Well done to Bo. He'll be the king of the kids down there at Australind. Yeah, he did a great job. He tried to make it a little curly for him. Yep. And which I think you did a really good job of that, mate. Well done. And there's been, surprisingly... Fantastic feedback about Mastermind, which I don't know whether it makes me question our audience, but they seem to like it. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I got several text messages direct from people the other week when you launched it um, that weren't favourable. But it seems to be um, it seems to be growing some legs. Yep, well, it goes to show on this day Todd hates and it. Mastermind um, are two successful segments. It would be nice if we had a few more. Now, uh, 13 12 55 or 0487 736 736 <laughs> is the number. Whatever. Got any questions for Nathan Broad? Hit us up. 0487 736 736 or 13 12 55 is the number. Now, I have been continually asked continually asked about how the show is looking going into the new year. Mm. We're not going to make mention of it. Into the new season. To the new season. All I'll say is... No, you... Watch this space. I don't want to watch this space. I'm happy with the way it is, Tim. It's going nicely. 22 degrees heading for a top of 30. I 43 like on Sunday. I like Mondays. Is that what you're, that's what you're alluding to? Are you, are you... I want to be on air on Mondays. Leave it there. Uh, uh, so the, 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 the public continue to ask the question on 0487736736. So are we going to be back on a Monday during the footy season? We don't know. I want to because I think it's an important day. Yeah, I, look, I do. Because I do think we need to put our teams on the Monday focus yeah. in WA. We are at, we're at, we're, but we are speaking to management. Management are across our... You're speaking to management. I'm, I'm just sitting back quietly. If you, The fact that you said, I want to work on Mondays, hey, get ready, fellas, we're working on Mondays. It's going to happen. If Goss wants it, Golden Boy gets well, what he you, wants. I do think it's important. Oh, Sunday's going to suck now. We might put a poll out there, 13, 12, 55. We might do it on Tuesday uh, as well. Uh, are you, I can't guarantee uh, Nathan Broad's about to join us. We're going to get to Brody in a moment. I love Brody. Are you going out to the West Coast Eagles today, they tell me? Uh, <laughs> they've opened up the doors to the media as well. So we're going out for a little media day. Pikey will address us and Simo will address us on his birthday. That's exactly what he wants to do on the I'm birthday. Gonna take... Simo would want to stand up in front of all the people that called for his head last year and address them on what's happening this year on his birthday. <laughs> I'm going to take him some Cobra and Estate. Mate, that's re-gifting. No, it's not going to say that's a sponsor's product mm. of the station and we are going, I'm going to take it out to him. He could do it. He, has, he likes his barbecue, put on the barbie. Mm. On his food. A nice steak with a red wine. Yes, red wine. He mows the lawn yeah. before a game. Oh, God. Yeah. He just couldn't suck up anymore. I might you? give him some it's a signed gilly wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd like that. And it says, I'm looking forward to a great year ahead. This <laughs> 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 you asked me to give this to you. Let's uh, get a breakaway. Nathan Broad from Richmond's going to join us next. Scotty and Goss, good morning. 
Welcome back to Scotty and Goss on this Friday morning. A bit of a cool change today. How'd you cope yesterday? Wow, 30 degrees today, yeah, of course. So we'll, 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 so the sea breeze is early. That's a beauty, isn't it? 30 degrees. We'll pull out the jumpers today. Barista made ice cold. Drive through your for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. Now that's coffee fit for an Aussie. One of our favourites is Liam Baker, but we couldn't get a hold of him, so we went to Nathan Brawl. <laughs> I saw him at the, at the cot a few weeks ago. He came over and oh. said hello. He said, say hello to Goss for me. <laughs> so get on your base. Are you ready to come on the show? He goes, yeah. I said, we're sick of talking to this other bloke. <laughs> Nathan Broad, good morning. Oh, he's Broad, he's sorry. That's all right. I'm used to playing second fiddle to Bakes. So, <laughs> no, that's all right. Hey, mate, uh, pre-season under a new coach. Uh, the season is rapidly approaching. How are you coping uh, with pre-season internal hit-outs? Uh, yeah, it's the, the new coach side of it's been awesome. I'm uh, class is old these days, they reckon at 30. So um, it's given these old legs a bit of um, bit of zip and a bit of vibrancy. So I've loved it. But yeah, the uh, the internal games, uh, if I have to play one more game against each other, I reckon I might lose it. Um, so yeah, I'm, re- I'm keen on playing Melbourne this Sunday. It'll be good. What are the what are the uh, limits when you're playing internally? Albeit, you know, you're, you're probably with with the odd exception, all striving to impress the new coach, get into the first team, get ready to take on Collingwood in a preseason clash, get ready for Gold Coast against your old coach. All the reasons why you want to impress. What's the bit you just pull back on? Yeah, well, Goose is not massive on um, you know if someone's going back with the flight, just pull out and that. So um, yeah, it's, he's got uh, rules in place, but when everyone knows what everyone's doing too, it makes it bloody hard and gets quite frustrating. So, um, yeah, so it'd be nice to play a team that doesn't know what we're doing. And, and at 30, Brody, like you've, you're a three-time premiership player now. You've been there, you've done that, but there's always a couple of young ones that are desperate to impress the coach and just go that little too far in pre-season. Is there, has there been any scraps or anyone that just says, you've had to go over and say, hey, pull up champions. It's January and February, just pull up. Yeah, there's a couple of young fellas that are 18 and they're uh, like young Steely Green. Um, he's trying to make his way in the team. He's having a crack and, you know, rustles a few feathers. I think Nick Vossen's got him a couple of times. Just uh, ragdolled him to the ground and gave him a few stern words. So, um, <laughs> no, I love it. It's good. Yeah, no, but I love it from Steely. You know, he's trying to earn his spot and that's what you got to do. So uh, hats off to him. Yeah, big fan of Steely. We had him in the studio before he was drafted. Yeah. He got uh, hit by lightning on a boat, didn't he? Isn't he, wasn't he sailing? Yeah, he got struck by lightning. He got struck by lightning. Yeah, lightning. Lucky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lucky his mum just bought him rubber shoes That's the week right. before or something. Yeah, spot on. Exactly right. And she, he was walking out the door without him. Yeah, he, he said, said he never wore the shoes. And he said, wear them. And the day that he wore them, probably saved his bloody life. Hey, more important matters is a young boy by the name of Josh Gibkus, of course. Yeah. Uh, we've expected big things from him. Uh, unfortunately, injury and that hamstring has really curtailed his, his career. Hasn't played since uh, the 22 elimination final. Is he really champing at the bit? And uh, how's he looked in the whole preseason? Yeah, he's, he's going awesome, Josh. He went to Qatar um, with our head physio, Shaki, um, in the break. And, um, yeah, I don't know what they did to him, but it's worked absolute wonders. Um, he's flying around the track and he's making my life a hell of a lot easier um, having him down there. So... Um, he'll run around this Sunday against the D's, which is super exciting for the club. But also just for Joshy, it's obviously been a, a long road in the rehab group and um, everyone's excited for him just to get a good 
Red Hot crack at it. I mean, he's going to be like a new recruit, but you know what they say, what happens in Qatar stays in Qatar. So let's just not ask <laughs> yeah, any more Exactly right. Hey, mate, uh, <laughs> along with, with you, Brody, you know, we uh, we rate you really highly here as a, as a footy player and a bloke, but another guy on your list that uh, is a fantastic human being and, and I'm a big fan of is, is big Tommy Lynch. And he's had another setback. He's ruled out round one. Uh, is there any concerns, and I, I might be going a little too far, but is there any concerns we... He doesn't get back at all. Um, no, no, he definitely will. He hasn't. He hasn't had a setback as such. It's just more. Um, he's on the right track, and we don't want to. We don't want to push it too much. So there's no real setback there. He's, he's going great guns, which is good. Um, he's in drills at the moment, um, and he's bloody. It looks like he hasn't absolutely missed a beat. So um, yeah, it's, it's been a long time out for Tommy. So there's no reason just to push him. Uh, we got a five day break after Gold Coast too into Carlton. So. Um, just see things that the, the fitness staff are weighing up. But, yeah, no, no setback for Tommy. He's, he's going fine. Um, we've just got to pick the right time, and I'm sure the, the blokes on the big bucks will pick the right time when to play him. Yeah, but it'll be early in the season, I would say. Well, I hope to see him because he's, uh, he's a ripper and he can play and he's important to your side. There's no doubt about that. Mate, you're, as we said before, you're a, you're a proud player, you're a proud person, and you're, and you're proud of your football club. How does it sit, Brody? Not the normal light-hearted question we throw at you, but how does it sit where... There's a lot of people over pre-season are predicting a slide for uh, for the Richmond Football Club. And is it sit internally with you and uh, and your senior players there? Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way to be honest. I think it's awesome. Um, everyone's got us in the bottom four, um, which is great. We, we love that as a club. We um, see it as a challenge, and we know we are better than that. And um, it's nothing better than when people um, write you off and you come back and and do something pretty special. So. Um, yeah, it's exciting. We did it in 2016. Um, you know, we finished 14th or whatever, and everyone was writing us off and, and looking for Dimmer to be sacked and all this stuff, and then mm. um, came out and won the flag. And not, not saying we're going to win the flag, but um, I think we're definitely going to um, put a better season forward than what we did last year. No, great attitude. We, we, we had to do our predictions um, for the season just a, a few weeks ago, mate. And where have you got them, Goss? Where have you got them? Bottom Richard? four. Yeah, yeah, bottom four. No, no, exactly. Where have you got them? Uh, bottom one. Bottom one. That's perfect. I love it. Sorry, Brody. There's only up from there. You can't finish 19th. <laughs> yeah. This is Roy's attitude, Boo. He's the last half full. I know, I know he is. Hey, Oliver Hayes Brown, who I love, the big mullet man. I don't know if you still got the mullet. He was uh, with the Perth Wildcats and he didn't get a lot of uh, court time at times. But tell you, when he did, he was a bit of a cult hero. Uh, he's a Category B rookie at the Tigers. I'd love to know has there been a, a body shape change of the big unit? Have you seen much of him? Uh, is he showing anything on the track? Yeah, big, big OHB came down, big unit, big lump of a lad with yeah. a huge mullet um, <laughs> and then came back from the break. No mullet and dropped about 10 kilos. Oh. Um, looks like a completely different player and um, he's going well, big OHB. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's flying around, he's been given a contest, um, he's helping out with Nank and that. So obviously he's still got a long way to go coming from basketball and, and learning his craft, but um, he's eager to get better every day and yeah, he's a ripping fella. Um, he's a good fella. He's very funny. Yeah, he is a good fella. And uh, I think there's a lot of Wildcats fans out there that wish him extremely well because he was very popular in the yeah, room. How, how do you lose 10 in your, in your break? You might need to get in touch with him. Uh, it's, a, it's a good question. Well, if he wants to know where they are, Brody. If he wants to know where they are, I found them. So <laughs> <laughs> you can have them back. <laughs>
<laughs> it pinched him off him. <laughs> hey, you mentioned you played Melbourne this week, and then you've got the the preseason clash uh, against Collingwood uh, in the community series, which is huge. That's all great and fantastic. Look, looking forward to that. But hey, it doesn't get any bigger than March nine against the Gold Coast against the the three time premiership coach of the Tigers, and I talk of the great man uh, Damien Hardwick. Um, surely the boys have got it. Penciled in. Surely there will be some texting to the great man in the lead-up. Uh, is everyone focused on what's happening in the next couple of weeks, but in particular what's going to happen on the Gold Coast? Yeah, the AFL aren't bad, are they? Everybody penciled that one in, <laughs> Gold Coast v Richmond. So, um, no, it's exciting. It's going to be good. We actually love playing up there. We spend a lot of time in the hub playing up there, and um, it, it's a good place for us to go. So um, there will be some messages back and forth um, with Dimmer and, a lot of banter, no doubt, but um, yeah, when it comes to it, we'll um, hopefully we get the chockies over him. On the Friday night, that everyone in the team brought he text Dimmer individually saying, "Who's playing on me?" Just the same message from twenty-two blokes, just send it straight through. <laughs> well, he, he, the one-on-one awkwardness he doesn't really like, and when boys would leave their phones in the gym when they were doing touch or something, even though you have a lock on it, you can hold the Siri button and say, "Hey Siri, text Damien Harwick." <laughs> so we do it off all the younger boys' phones saying, hey, can you meet me for a coffee? I want to have a chat. And he would hate it. Absolutely hate it until he, until he jerried on what was going on. How different, how different is Adamuza? How different uh, are we going to see genuinely Richmond this year? Um, a little bit more freedom, I think, um, uh, which would be good. We've, uh, we've still got a game plan there that we're going to follow, but um, just a little bit more freedom. Um, not as many rules in place as such, I guess, but still the same defence. You'll definitely see the same defence, just offensively. A bit more free-flowing, and um, we've got Jack Zabel down too, who's fresh out of the game, and Chris Newman, um, who's ex-captain, is very young. So we've got a lot of young vibrancy around the club with um, fresh ideas. So you'll just see um, a different look from Richmond, but um, also the same. You miss Jack Rewalt? No. <laughs> no, no, I do. He's good, Jack. He's um, he's a ripper. Um, he's good and Kochi too. Um, obviously, the two heavyweights at our footy club um, going, and at the time it was a bit of a shock in that. But um, you know, ch- change is needed at times, and we've had a lot of change. Um, so it's probably a good time for for everyone to leave and, and start fresh again. So um, it's exciting what's to come. Did you open the purse strings up at the Gold Coast at the Magic Millions? Uh, you, I, did, I, mm. did I not see you up there? Yes, I was up there. I, I tried. We're meant to be uh, in a recession, they reckon, and have no money. But I tell you what, the blokes up there buying horses have definitely got enough money. <laughs> um, put my hand up a few times and had a crack, but um, these blokes are paying well over. So uh, we ended up landing one out of the Category 2 book. Um, little brazen bow colt. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. We started a syndication company, me, Liam Baker and Jack Graham, Punt Road Syndication. So, um, teamed up with Michael Hickmont and Johnny O'Neill. So, yeah, it's going good. Got a couple of little colts going. So, um, should be running soon. Oh, fantastic. How's Sulcombe going, mate? Obviously, you're part owner of Sulcombe. The star, how's, uh, how's that tracking? Awesome. Yeah, very good. Going to run in the Heatherly, I think, coming up. Uh, March 2nd, I think it is, and then um, in the Australian Cup on March 30, hopefully. So um, everything's going really good. Um, so it's already qualified for the Cup. So nothing silly to be done. Hopefully we can just get it there um, in, in the Melbourne Cup again and have another crack. Mate, when you, when you buy a horse, right, when you buy a share in a horse, what do you think is the minimum share that, that any human being should have in a horse? Because I've got a, a mate of mine, I won't name him, who's got about 0.0125% in about six horses now and keeps claiming himself as a horse owner. 
I won't mention his name, but his, yep. his initials are Tim Gossage. Um, <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you think the minimum amount of a share could be that you can actually go and tell people that I'm an owner? Oh, the toenail. If you own the toenail, that's good enough, I reckon. <laughs> Thank you. If it runs across the finish line and it's one, you bloody celebrate. Bloody like you own 90% of it. I'm with you, legend. 100%. <laughs> I tell you what, Brody. Celebrate as if you own 90%. I've actually got 0.015% of a horse called Anabolistic, Anabolistic that trials on um, Monday at Belmont with Simon, Simon Miller. Yeah. And the only reason I paid 130 bucks for 0.015% was I want to annoy him as an owner. I want to be in the winner's circle. I want to be in all the photos. I want to text yeah. him all the time. I want to know how my 0.015% is going. We had Simon Miller in yesterday and uh, well, the day before, actually, and he said, mate, you, you will be getting texts from me about how it's going and how you're training it. And the look on Simon's face is like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how much have you got, Gus? 0.015%. That's, that's not ownership, mate. That's oh, I'm with Brody. Hey, I'm with Brody. Hey, Brody, two games in Perth. Uh, one game in Perth comes up very soon. Uh, April 14, not too far away against the West Coast Eagles. Look out, mate. They're coming this year. They're coming. Yeah, no, it's always good to get back to the West and, and see the family. But, um, yeah, hopefully they're not going too good. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it'd be good to see them get back up and going. Well, they'll be going better than us then. You got us at 18th, Goss, so um, <laughs> they must be going all right. <laughs> Hey, don't forget. It could be like, it could be, what's it, April 14th? Mm. Could be like 17th versus 18th. <laughs> What do you mean? Could be. All right. <laughs> hey, Brody. You'll be right, Brody. Always like our chats, mate. Mate, if you need a syndicate member of the, um, <laughs> what are we? The Punt Road Syndicate. Punt Road Syndicate. Love Punt to Road go. Syndication. Yeah. yeah. Gostradamus is very keen to get involved. <laughs> if you need him in any way, shape, or form. Don't mate. He's one of the great coolers. Don't let him in. <laughs> do not let him in. That's all right. I'll I'll, I'll save zero point zero two percent for you. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. And I'll share it with and, 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 and get Bakes to share another zero point zero two percent. And I'm, I'm, then all of a sudden I'm a, I'm a big percentage. Then owner. just flick Goss the trainer's <laughs> number so we can give him some feedback. <laughs> Done. Hey, good on your legend. Always good to chat, mate. Uh, enjoy this weekend. Of course, he's mentioned against the Demons. Then you've got Collingwood, and then you've got uh, your round one fixture, which is round two for other clubs. It's really yeah, weird. No, you no, take it's it on the one, Gold Coast. Because there's zero round, remember? Oh, golly. Don't dude. start us. Thanks, Nathan Broad. Appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. There he is, Nathan Broad. Thanks to Barista Made Ice Cold. Drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. Now that's coffee fit for an Aussie. What a show we've had today. Here's some of the best bits. Give me a Kubota mower, please. Tractor, give me a tractor, please. And land pride attachments, just whatever they are, give it to me. 13 12 55 0487 736 736. Thanks to Kubota. Peter Bell walked in. I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, a book club. Eight blokes, book club. I said, yep, one of our jobs is to ring up and book a restaurant. Ah, oh, clever. Oh, thank goodness. Anyway, they, uh, and we left and Belly said, too much noise? I said, yeah. <laughs> Too loud, too loud for you. I said, 8 o'clock bedtime. He goes, yeah, good point. 17 after 8. Make that 18 after 6. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What a magnificently clean fix-up that was. Jamie Cripps from the West Coast Eagles. Mate, pretty bloody good. Um, Yeah, the stuff that he's doing against, like, Yowie and then the big myth of the TK. So the stuff that he's doing against them boys is, um, yeah, mate, I've never seen it from a younger boy. Every time we've had someone on Cripper, they uh, keep pointing out that Harley Reid is keeps don't argue with <laughs> Elliot Yo. It sounds like Harley Reid's mate. Elliot Yo is dead said bunny. <laughs>